Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. And we have got news for you. What's our news? I don't know. Did you go see Dr. Beck this week? I did. I guess that's that qualifies as news. Which we never talked about it. We didn't? No. Oh. <laughs> it's only Sunday. When did you go see her? I went on Thursday. Okay, let's talk about I it. I told you I was going. Mama, talk about it. I told you I was going. Mama, talk about it. I did tell you I was going. I know, but then we got in a fight and you refused to talk to me. So. Mm, that's true. Um, I mean... Classic pizza fight. There's not that much to tell. Everything good? Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, I started on estrogen patches and I'll st- I go back on Friday and I'll start um, progesterone. And that's kind of the... Oh, man. That's the haps. It's getting closer. So if my math is right, 
the transfer should be sometime towards the end of next week or the weekend. So like sometime around the 16th to the 19th. All right, block those days off, everybody. Yep. Just hope, uh, hope you're available. Yeah, hope everyone's available. It's good that we're talking about this when today I said to you, boy, what would our life be like without Henry? I know you're in a real, you're in a real phase right now. What is my phase? Your phase is kids are a lot of work. It's a, it's well, he's uh, you know, he's very uh demanding right now he is demanding and you know dory has standards that i do not have for children i.e apparently you shouldn't put them in front of the television for 93 hours in a day whatever Hmm. and as a result the game of juggling activities with him let me tell you everybody i I've been swimming more this week than I did all last year. <laughs> well, so funny to Dory because she refuses to go in the fucking pool. We haven't. Henry hasn't had um, swim lessons this year. Like he, we had we had someone coming to the house last year who was fine. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like I would say, at least once a week, something like insane would happen. Well, it was the dueling. It was the dueling. <laughs> it was the dueling excuses of of her and our at the time nanny. One time it was that she'd adopted a three-legged cat. Do you remember that? Uh, high four-legged dog. <laughs> Should I let him in? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, it did they were good. They it, like they got to, it got to a point where they just became a little like, oh, well that's silly. Like they were Go so Go back to the drawing board on that well, one. Well, no, I was just going to say they were so silly that I was like I don't think she's lying. They were just insane. Yep, but like, boy, oh boy, did she really appreciate it when I asked her about that cat. I asked her about the cat. I also asked her about the oh, cat. Oh, yeah, she did really appreciate it. Yeah, she really felt like we were actually engaged in her uh, situation, but the secret is we didn't care. <laughs> anyway, so she's not back. Um, we tried these swim lessons at with that, like we were going to a, a friend of Henry's pool and... That that other kid had a swim lesson, and then Henry did a swim lesson. But then the other family like decided like something happened with that swim instructor. So then I didn't, and Henry didn't really like her that much anyway. And then I was just like, and we tried this other place where we took him somewhere, and he hated that. And so I was just kind of like, you know what? He's three at this point. I just want him to like be excited about the pool and swimming and water and like these lessons seem to be like traumatizing him. So now it turns out that Matt is getting him more comfortable in the water than any of those actual swim instructors. Well, I never had a swim lesson. Um, I just had a pool as a kid. So it was a situation where like, yeah, my siblings would like, you know, teach me, uh, my dad, Occasionally, my mother. My mother refused to get her head wet always, which I always thought was weird. She just didn't like getting going underwater. I don't know. Well, I think I'm afraid of flying, so whatever. I think also, um, you know, if you if you like get your hair done and then you get your head wet, it's like very annoying. 
It was never that. Oh. As far as I know. My grandmother never learned to swim. I think she still had a pretty full life. She did. But it was like she lived in Florida for the last like 25 years of her life. Seems odd. But like if you don't know how to swim, you can still go in a pool. Sure. Right? I don't know how yeah. it works. But anyway, yeah. So I've been, Henry and I have been swimming a lot. Uh, Even though the pool is freezing. It was good the last three days. Today was pretty cold. Uh, but Henry makes me jump in. And then it's a lot of like teaching him to go under and to like do the crawl across, you know, along the edge of the pool, which he's been very good at. And getting further and further away from him while he's in the pool. Secretly and slowly. Wait, like he can float and stuff? No, he can't float, but he, you know, like will hang on the edge and then oh, he'll yeah. swim away and mm-hmm. be somewhere else and then he'll just go about his business. Hmm. And then request my presence when right. he wants to go around a water jet. Sure. Um... Yeah, and then he likes, you know, and it's the kicking and all that jazz. So that, yeah, that's been, it's been happening, everybody. The other big news here is there are five new episodes of Mickey's Funhouse. Yeah, big news. So, but Henry has watched one of them like 14 times now. Or they go to a baseball game. They play in a baseball game. He enjoys baseball. Because of the numbers, I think. <laughs> so now he likes watching when Goofy and Mickey and we haven't got into the fact that they can't feel the team with six people. I don't know really what they're doing, but well, then we were at Target today because I wanted to get him paper. We wanted to get him paper. Dory had him painting this morning. He was really painting up a storm. He was really into it, like for a long, like a twenty-five minutes. Yeah. Of like a child focused on a canvas. And I actually think he would have done it longer if we had more paper. Yes, I agree. So we went to Target to get more paper. Failed at that. And then um, I I heard him playing with the train set today for a little while by himself. And he was really doing some imaginative play. And I was like, I bet he'd really like little figures of of the clubhouse people. Animals that are people. But we encountered some real daisy duck discrimination. Guys, this is a serious thing. What the fuck? So we what went the, to buy... More like, what the duck? Am I right? Quackers. <laughs> we went to Target, and there, had a, there was a Mickey Clubhouse, or Disney Junior version of all the characters. But it was the Fab Five, which does not include Daisy. But there's, you know, Daisy's there, omnipresent in the show. I would say she's more omnipresent than Pluto. Uh, agreed, because Pluto's a dog. Yeah, doesn't talk. Right. So I was like, well, I got to find, I got to find a Daisy Duck for Henry to like make the set complete. Yeah, because uh, as soon as we pointed out that there was no Daisy, he was very concerned. I was like, where is Daisy? <laughs> he, at one point, he's getting really sad <laughs> that they had left out Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went looking for the same, you know, size figure with da- for Daisy Duck, and like, could, there was like so many sets that had 
Like there's a special set of uh, seven. And you're like, oh, Daisy must be in there. No, it was Chip and Dale. Wow. And then there was a set. There's another set. My favorite set was the other set of seven or eight that like added Pete. And then Chip and Dale. And then instead of giving you a Daisy, it gave you a Mickey, also another Mickey, skateboarding. So you had Mickey and a skateboarding Mickey. <laughs> wow. Someone really hates Daisy. Then there's another set. <laughs> like there, every set that like every no set came with her. except I found I tracked down one set that had her and it's from the um, probably like a bootleg. No, it's the from the mini shorts, you know, with the, where they own that. Um, oh, the bow, bow store. Yeah. So that one's a Daisy, a Minnie, their weird bird, and uh, Minnie's cat. Oh, the street smart bird. And Clarabelle. Yeah. Mm. Their caricature of Tweety Bird. Their caricature of people that like Tweety Bird. Mm. It's very strange. Um, but anyway, why no Daisy Duck? And don't give it a shit where, like, toy makers think that he she looks too much like Donald and Thus, they don't want to include her because kids need different things because fucking Minnie's the same shit, man. Yeah. Just eyelashes and a bow. Mm-hmm. Justice, at least, at least, justice for Daisy. At least Daisy has eyeshadow. Wow. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think- And I, a, a ponytail appears whenever she puts on a hat. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she doesn't have one until she puts on a hat. <laughs> I've noticed a lot about Daisy. <laughs> I think I'm attracted to Daisy. I was going to say, you seem to be very, very into Daisy. Yeah, she's my... <laughs> I ship Daisy and me <laughs> in all my fanfic. I don't think you can ship yourself. Quackers indeed. <laughs> That's what we say to each other. Ew. In my fanfic of <laughs> Daisy Duck. <laughs> um, That's weird. I mean, my big question has always been, why does she talk like a person but donald talks like a duck i think donald just has a speech impediment it's okay but you know I, I daisy loves beyond i watched a couple youtube videos about this and daisy's voice has evolved daisy's voice was originally sounded more like donald's and then they made her sound more human whereas donald just kept his duckness what's always funny to me is like they um a lot of donald's the comedy of donald is him hurting himself or falling or something and i'm just like why doesn't he fly he's a duck great question so i mean while we're at it it's like why why does goofy talk why do the, the rest of them are also animals and but Pluto doesn't talk. I think you need to put your blazer on for this and uh, <laughs> grab that microphone and head up to the stage <laughs> for these amazing comedy bits. I think I have to go back in time like 50 years. And then start also talking about <laughs> airplane food and why that's so bad. And then I'll say, my wife. <laughs> um, no, you're kind of mixing things. You're mixing genres of comedy there, but. Oh. You know, I think just go with it. your instincts are right, you know. It'll be it'll be real like clean, family-friendly comedy. Uh, Dory Poundstone, look out. <laughs> look, she figured something out. She sure did. And I already have the blazer. I know. We left the house with it one day. 
You were really traumatized. By that. No, I thought it was very funny. <laughs> Dory left the house in a blazer and a white blouse that was sort of buttoned up. and uh, It was not. I was wearing, it was blue, first of all. <laughs> the blazer? Yeah, no, the the blazer was black. Yes. The shirt was like light blue with white kind of oh, flowers. I put that out of my head because you're not supposed to wear light blue with black, but that's beside the point. So it wasn't a navy blazer. Anyway, I said, where are you going? You're going to go open for Paula Poundstone? In, you said in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> it was so mean. It was so funny to me. <laughs> it was so mean. It was very funny. It was very funny. I liked the look. I didn't hate the look. I thought it was very funny that it just looked exactly like you were going to do some stand-up. I mean, maybe I was. Maybe I have a secret stand-up life that you don't know about. I uh, think that it's a great time for you to get into stand-up. <laughs> 45-year-old mom. <laughs> the, that is the, that's what everyone needs. Getting you know? into stand-up. <laughs> Who's never done stand up? Look before. out, Dave Chappelle. Uh, oh, here God. comes Dory's Netflix special. Wow. About Donald and Daisy. No, I mean the the like mom stand up world is kind of covered by like Amy Schumer and Ali Wong. I mean, okay. What? All right. I'm just saying. I don't know. I haven't heard any of their material regarding parentage. Um, Only because I haven't really seen any comedy in five years. Mm. That explains it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, good talk. We hope you all enjoyed this discussion of Dory's new stand-up material. <laughs> I mean, I do probably need a new career, so stand-up might as well be it. As opposed to what career? Exactly. No, I mean, what do you mean? What do you need a new career for? I mean, I feel like I mean this is this is a separate conversation. You don't like podcasting anymore? No, I do, but like you just want to do something to bring in more money so your unemployed husband can stay unemployed. I mean, my unemployed husband is a great source of stress for me, so yeah. I feel that I might need. I mean, I love podcasting; it's going well, but. I need, I need, I feel like I need to bring in more money, so. Well, I only just be a lawyer or something. Because it would take too long. What about a doctor? Mm, take too long. What about a lawyer doctor? A doctor lawyer? What about a recruiter of lawyers and doctors? Oh, I think my sister has that covered. She's the coolest. Yes, yeah, she is. She really gets it, you know? <sighs> well, all right. On that note, Let's take a break. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tees 
and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. And we're back. We Hello. are back. I do. I do just want to remind everyone, I feel like we're entering a, a sl- another slow summer email period. Well, you know, Memorial Day, a lot of people go away. Yes. You know, so I'm assuming true. a lot of people were out and about. Yeah. Probably out there just like, how do we just enjoy life and not get COVID? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, some emails got forgotten. Yeah, that's probably what happened. So, you know, I do just want to put in the plug for emails. You can do, you can email us at DorianMatt at Gmail or Matt and Dory Gmail. You can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. I mean, literally, since I don't work right now, um, it's, we got to keep the lights on, guys. Come on. Send some emails. Engage. Engage. Um... We actually got a text that I forgot to put on this document, which was uh, someone who had texted us last week about how some of the some of our ads were just going in the middle of conversation. Yes, she said it's been fixed. What do you mean? I, I haven't changed anything. She said, "I thought you'd be happy to hear it was fixed." Okay. 
Um, I'm very happy to hear that. She's a Nerdist fan and childless by choice, so don't normally have much to contribute, but wanted to say thanks, and I'll be listening for as long as you keep the podcast going. Well, we're going to keep it going for as long as uh, the foreseeable future, because quite frankly, I need a job, and this is my best way to ask for one. It's through the podcast? Yeah, anyone listening out there who might need a TV host, a TV writer, TV director, um, a TV uh, quote-unquote personality. I mean, if you check IMDb, I'm very good at playing himself. (laughs) So... what about the what about the thing that we talked about yesterday? Do you not want to mention that? An empire? Uh, uh, I'd like to take over some land. Okay. And I would like to redo the feudal system. Would you be a, a lord or a serf? I think I'd be surfing most of the time. Oh, okay. Cool. It's not going to help with our money problems, but no. it'll be cool. All right. Um, all right. Well, we heard, remember last week when I was like that, anonymous potential surrogate said like all she had to do was hear matt say like yeah, your so altruistic we like, is that sarcastic, is that sarcastic? yeah is exactly actualities what's happening well she wrote back and she said not sarcastic okay very appreciative for the validation oh wait she's confused me again what i think she is saying is that she wanted to be validated in how altruistic she is. I think she. I think she wanted to be told it was okay to take money. Oh yeah, take the money. Yeah. So I and so I think between you and everyone who wrote in, being like, take the money, um, and you know, a couple of people had those suggestions to put it in a five two nine for a future child. Put it in a whatever, whatever gets Matt some money. Oh, that's Thank a you. good idea. Hi, do you need us? out of work sitcom writer to write some sitcoms to write some jokes <laughs> um are you looking to fill a some sort of diversity quota with a half a cuban call me now <laughs> oh boy um okay This is from Anonymous. A few episodes back, a listener was asking about child-free, not-by-choice resources. Do you want to hire a college dropout who pulled himself up by his bootstraps, left his home 3,000 miles away, came out to L.A. with a dream and a Jeep Wrangler? I mean, honestly... Call me now! I feel like not going to Harvard qualifies as diversity in television writing. I mean... Or Emerson. Look, I've met a lot of pens as well, by the way. Have you? Yeah. Gracia, Psychowitz, Schneider. You know what's interesting, though? They're all, all the older generation. I was just going to say, yeah, they're all older. <laughs> yeah, back when comedy was better at pen, probably. Yeah, they were probably all in the wig and poofs. Wig. The wig and poofs, that's what I call them. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like by the time... I got to Penn, it it had already started being like, it was so pre-professional in the sense of like Wharton and people. That, should I just go to Wharton School of Business? Yes, probably. Why didn't you ever think of that before? Uh, I could run a business. Yeah. Into the ground. <laughs> you don't like Philly. Call me now. <laughs> Wait, that's, a, that's in Philadelphia. It's at Penn. I'm out. <laughs> 
I love Philadelphia. And actually, a good friend of mine who I went to Penn with, who I then worked at BuzzFeed with, is moving back to Philly. And they, she and her husband bought a house. And I was like, I'm coming to visit. Okay. Because I miss Philadelphia. I haven't been since I did those live Nerdist shows some time back. Uh, God, when was that? I don't even know. That, I mean, at least 10 years ago. Yeah, but it was... Uh, Philly's fine. Philly's like uh, Philly is very weird in that it like bases a lot of its identity on not being New York or Boston. Mm-hmm. It's like we're neither of those. Come on over. Um. All right. I don't know how we got on this subject, but uh, my desire to get hired. Oh yes, and then I was talking about college. Sure. Right. Um, you know, sorry, one more thing and then we'll get to this email, but I haven't been to a college reunion since my 10th reunion. Yes. I'm familiar with that year. That was 1999. That was the year I graduated, not my 10th reunion year. (laughs) 2009. Yes, exactly. So my 25th reunion is coming up in 2024. Okay. So I think we should go. Great. Hope I'm working by that. Me too. Because, <laughs> you know, hotels homecoming weekend are not cheap. No. Especially if, like, the Phillies are good. Yeah. The Eagles are in town. Well, the Eagles won't be in town because it'll be May. I thought homecoming was usually in October. Oh, I... I meant um, not homecoming weekend, alumni weekend. Oh, that's different. Like graduation. It's like graduation, graduation alumni weekend. Well, hopefully the Sixers are out of the playoffs again and uh, Philadelphia Phillies are playing like, like they currently are. There is are. a homecoming weekend that I've never gone to. Oh, my God. This is, in a, this is I can't spin it out of this barrel, everybody. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. All right. Let's go back to Anonymous. A few episodes back, a listener is asking about child-free, not-by-choice resources. Before we had a successful transfer resulting in our baby girl, we had several losses with only two embryos remaining, and we decided we would be done trying once we went through those last embryos. I started looking for resources to help me accept and transition to being child-free. The child-free choice was not helpful at all, and most of what I found re-child-free, not-by-choice, involved women who had not met a partner and were thus child-free, having never gone through infertility which felt as irrelevant as those who were child-free by choice. My therapist then sent me these three links, which I found to be a helpful start. I'm hoping you can pass them along to the listener. Thank you. Well, I'm going to pass them along to all of our listeners. Um, They're all from resolve.org, and I will link to them in the show notes. One is called Living Without Children child-free myths and facts no living without children myths and facts um one is the many perspectives of living without children and then the other is navigating your life childlessness and child-free after infertility cool and it looks like they are there's some videos there's a panel. What about living with the land at Epcot? There's not a video about that. I'm trying to remember if Henry 
desperately wanted to get off that boat. I think he did. I mean, that ride... Remember he wanted to like get off the boat into the hydroponics bay? I was just going to say, that ride is very long and very boring. And then like he was like kind of into the waterfall that was happening. And then... I mean, like, why did we see, need to see all those seeds and crops? <laughs> Look, it was, a, it was the edutainment model of uh, Epcot. It's a holdover from the 80s. I get it. I, and look, when I was like 10, I loved that shit. I love it today. And I'm 29 years older than that. Almost. Um, all right. This is from Betsy. Hi, I'm writing in response to the egg signal about circumvallate placentas from episode 363. I had the same thing discovered at my anatomy scan and wanted to share what my doctor wrote to me. This is from her doctor. IVF tends to make weird placentas. A circumvallate placenta usually doesn't cause trouble, but it's associated with a slightly increased risk of growth restriction and placental abruption. I ordered 30-week and 35-week growth scans for you so you can schedule those whenever you get a chance. We were going to do those anyway since you did IVF. Placental abruption is when the placenta separates from the uterus and the main symptoms are bleeding and abdominal pain. So you should have a low threshold to call with those symptoms. But again, most of the time, circumvallate placentas don't cause any problems. So don't stress about it. Perhaps her words will be comforting to the other listener. I'm grateful to have more scans coming up and trying to do my best not to stress from one funky placenta to another Betsy. Matt is taking a picture of our dog. I, just because it's very funny that he's like, like it looks like he rocked too hard because of the lightning guitar <laughs> strap next to him. <laughs> that he's like happily sleeping on. Oh, Bobo. All right. Placentae be weird. Yeah, especially IVF placentae. Oh my God, he really does look like he rocked too hard. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to take the picture. I didn't have my phone on me. <sighs> um, it's always funny when Henry's like, do you, where, do you, where's your phone? And I'm like, I have no idea. Because it's very, I don't know. I feel you like- left your, the other day you left your phone on the bed all day. Forgot it was there. And What I, does that say about me? I actually had to turn it onto vibrate because it kept dinging and it was driving me crazy. Lots of sports happening. Probably. Oh my God. How many dings does one phone have to ding? You know what it is? Anytime an app asks me if I want notifications, I'm like, yes, please. Really? I don't know. It depends on the app. I always say no. I have like no. What? Yeah, I have like no notifications. I need to be notified if the run, if a run has scored, um, if a game is starting or ending. I have like seven or eight different players on the PGA Tour who I get notified what their score is at the end of each round. That seems excessive. That seems like too much information. That's just a weekend fun, you know? You know? <laughs> okay. If you need someone fun in your office, hire me. Wow. Okay. What else could I do? I used to, I could probably take some more certifications and fix Apple computers again. I don't want you to do Build that. Build some guitars. What do you need? Anyone? Should I try to get on the Corn Ferry Golf Tour? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how much worse I am than those players. I've got to be like, I don't know, 50 strokes worse per round. Anyway, okay. It's all right. That's out. No Corn Ferry Tour for me. Okay. All right. Um... 
Okay. Uh, let's take another break. Okay. Let's hope that the commercial plays right now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're back. Hello. Hi. Um, so last week, remember we got into a big discussion about triangles and percussion instruments? Oh, uh, somehow we uh, we are really low on emails. The fact that this is already starting at the top of this third act here. <laughs> yes, I do remember a discussion okay. about triangles. Well, we got some voicemails and emails about that. That's, you know what? Preach triangle, brethren. Okay, here we go. Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Amelia calling to answer the triangle question from this week. I had to pause the pod to let you know, as I am a Chelsea by Choice listener. So um, the triangle player would be a percussionist, typically in an orchestra. I don't know if they have a different name outside of orchestras, but the triangle player will also play any other percussion Dinger. instruments. Um, I have trained as an opera singer and sung in many, sung with many orchestras in the chorus and, um, also the soloist. So, uh, yeah, they would be playing anything that needs to be played percussion wise. I've seen percussionists literally play a chair in various orchestras to get the sound that they want. Look, so I've seen stomp. They could be playing triangle. They could be playing timpani, marimba, or a chair, uh, in that one result piece that I'm blanking on the name of. But anyway, again, Amelia, Manchester, New Hampshire, 358 square foot studio, cats, boyfriend, somehow a 55 inch TV because of said boyfriend. Um, but it is history and TV and that's all I asked for. So, uh, two Costco hot dogs this year. Nice. And did I cover everything? I'm not sure. All right. You did. Bye guys. You did, and thank you for covering all of the statistics that we need to maintain here on our show. Surprised we haven't gotten a hot dog sponsor. Yeah, what the hell? I feel like we could get a hot dog sponsor. Yeah. Sure, a lot of hot dogs are advertising on podcasts. <laughs> Maybe we just need to work harder at it. That's a fact of life, isn't it? Yep. All right. Um, 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 here is another instrument email, voicemail, I mean. This was the person who left this voicemail um, left another voicemail that I'm going to play soon. But this was the second voicemail they had left. So you'll see what I mean in a minute. Chef Briarez, this is Katie Sinden. Again, second call at the pod. Wow. Crazy. Anyhow, a couple things. Recital applies to also voice. Uh, students of voice, like my kids, uh, have voice recitals, as well as guitar. My singer-songwriter kiddo, my oldest one, has recitals where she's, it's kind of like open mic, but, you know, she plays her own music and sings, sometimes with other musicians accompanying her. And it's called a recital, just because it's with a teacher. I think that implies 
recital as opposed to like a concert or performance. And um, with regard to all the percussion stuff, um, Glockenspiel is an instrument that is taught in Kina Music Level 5. It's an awesome, awesome first instrument, pre-piano instrument. So great for the kids. So, yes, please. I don't know if they have Kina Music near you, but Glockenspiel would be awesome for Henry. Love you guys. Bye. I love that someone's calling in telling us that Glockenspiel would be great for our son. Who already looks like a Nazi. He does not. What? He doesn't look. Blue good. eyes, blonde hair. His hair is getting darker. Is it? Yeah. How so? If you look at it, the pictures of him from when he was like nine months old, his hair was like white blonde and it's not anymore. Yeah, but if you look at the pictures of him from he when he was like now, it, it's blonde. If I was like, what color do you think this kid's hair is? I would say like if we sent an APB out on Henry. Uh huh. I would say like he he has highlights like you pay hundreds of dollars for in your APB. Yep. You just want your child back, and that's what you're gonna spend your time saying. Yep. Well, you know he's got hi- he's got highlights. Get him back. He's, he's got, got highlights. Gorgeous highlights. This <laughs> hair you die for it. You spend so much. Um, well, thank you for that suggestion. We you're will welcome. definitely take it under advisement. Oh, you're thanking me. You're thanking nope. Katie Shipman. Yep. Um, we also heard from some people last week who had some thoughts about our little discussion about clutter. Cluter? Yes. Cluter. Do you, um. Sure. Hi, okay. Mandori. Writing in anonymously this time. Secret, secret. Happy June by the time the podcast is read. That's not at all what this said. Uh, this is Matt now. Hi. Uh, I've changed the words for some reason, and I will now continue reading verbatim. Happy June by the time of the next podcast. This is the first time I had to pause the podcast right away. I was smiling when you two were talking about stuff being everywhere and no matter and how no matter what, more stuff takes up more space. The reason I was smiling is because my apartment is the same way. We also had Christmas stuff in the hallway for a while, and technically still so. Since we have gifts that we've never got to give people, <laughs> we live in an apartment. Used to have a storage unit about 40 minutes away, thankfully. We got a garage at our complex after about one and a half years of waiting. That helped a whole lot, but still, it can be tough without a basement or an attic. And it also is a major cause of anxiety at times because I hate seeing it all. I sometimes need to rearrange to where at least everything is in a straight line, clear paths. I think before the garage, the issue was one... That took up a great deal of time in therapy. I do agree with Matt. Uh, need to... Wait, I do agree with Matt, though, that many people do hide their stuff. But I have an, I have even an issue doing that. Anyways, hearing uh, of other people who have homes like this takes a little bit of my anxiety away, at least for a little bit, though. Uh, have a wonderful start to June. That's the best from upstate New York, anonymous person. Uh, wife, two cats, unsure about the size of the TV. Zero hot dogs since they're vegetarian. I mean, thank you, anonymous. Well, the stuff, the stuff discussion. Let's discuss the stuff, first of all. Uh, I was going to try to make some headway in here, and then this uh, weekend came and went but also like henry uh if we discussed earlier in the podcast 
has really attached himself to me in a way that is uh, not, I mean, like, it was easier when he was younger in the sense of, like, you could trick him into doing things. Mm. <laughs> like, let's go clean up Dida's guitars, and it would be a fun activity he sort of got to do. You don't think he would be into that? No, now it's like he wanders off immediately and decides mm. he's going to start vacuuming. <laughs> he was vacuuming today. <laughs> I mean, it was very cute. I was like, you can't do it. He's like, why? I was like, because you're a baby and you don't vacuum well. I, I literally said that to him. He, he, and then he was like, I'm going to prove you wrong, Dita. He did. He did. <sighs> Man. Anyway, I have a big week planned, actually. I have a lot of things to accomplish this week. Tune yeah. in next week to see if I accomplished anything. I can't wait. But you'll be here. You'll know before them. Oh. You won't have to wait. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to play Katie Shinden's first voicemail. Reverse order. Chef Ryrez, it's Katie Shinden. Listening to the pod, pausing as you guys are gently bickering about the amount of stuff and whose stuff is and why is it there and how we could get rid of it. And I will say, after being married almost 22 years now, I think my husband and I have the same conversation <laughs> quarterly, and I think most couples do. It's just life, and nobody is free of stuff, except for maybe, like, fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, she Whatever. Stuff. People that do have other places to put stuff or people to take care of their stuff. Anyhow. Her stuff includes people. Um, as we speak about stuff, it's pretty on topic for me, as we get ready to move out of our house for six months, because we are adding on a primary bedroom and bathroom, laundry room, and I'm going to have a bathtub for the first time that's big enough for me. I'm going to have laundry room for the first time in my life. And it's really exciting, but it's pretty stressful. So we have this huge pod in our driveway right now that's going to um, be full of a lot of our furniture and items that need to go out before the construction starts. And we're going from, let's see, this is very excellent adventure on topic because I never do this now at the end of my call like I'm supposed it. to, but current square footage is 1741. New square footage will be 2658, keeping Whoa. it a single story, which is really awesome. Whoa. Uh, keeping its mid-century modern vibe, 1956 home. And, um, you know, just that the city of Ventura finally approved these plans. It's been like a year and a half in the making. But um, what I will say is, yeah, everybody has stuff. People are just better at hiding it, or they have people that take care of it for them. Love you. Thank Mwah. you, Katie Shinden. Katie, you should invite us up once it's done. Yeah, that'd be cool. We're been, we, you know, we ride by Ventura. We do. We have. Uh... Yeah, I have I have friends that live in the valley, uh, the deep valley, like the Sherman Oaks area, like deep Sherman Oaks and stuff, and uh, they golf in like Westlake and Thousand Oaks. And I my brain is always confused when I agree to golf, and I say sure because I think Westlake is like that little corner of L.A. <laughs> you think they're talking about? I always think yeah. they're talking about Sherman Oaks and 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 whatever and then i have to drive 
literally an hour and some change to get there. And it's like, why did I do this to myself? <sighs> but yes, Katie Shinden, I'm uh, happy you're keeping it to one floor and I'm very impressed with your square footage increase. Me too. I mean, I guess that's just the answer. We have to move to a bigger house. Or we need to um, move to a smaller house that we can make bigger. Oh. Never thought about that. No, I didn't. Um, this is all good food for thought. Good food. Good food. Great friends. Um, when you're here, you're family. Good food with Evan Kleiman. All right. That's a pod? That's a that's a radio show. That's a radio show? Yeah. Okay. Uh all right. This is a this is on a different topic. Okay. Hi Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. Uh longtime listener, second time caller, and I'm calling to receive a product me- recommendation. Um this is a recommendation from the pod before. Matt recommended a pair of noise canceling wireless headphones. Things I remember about this episode, mm-hmm. which might have been two years ago. Um that it was either going to be a recommendation of Apple wireless headphones yes. or Bose wireless noise canceling headphones. Two. Noise canceling, really important part of this. Um, I remember researching at the time and being like, yes, I will spend that money on that thing soon. And now it is too far soon for me to know what it is. Um, I just want to know what pair of noise canceling okay. wireless headphones to buy. Here's my um, answer. My name's Alex. I live in Portland, Maine. And... I live in a relatively small apartment with a cat and a partner and a lot of house plants. I think I took a bite of a hot dog once as a very small some house. Noisy that, neighbors and I became a very small vegetarian at the age of two and a half. So I don't really know. Have Understood. a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you. Uh, okay, so here's the deal. The Apple headphones. Here's what I would say to you. <clears throat> the Apple AirPod Max. Those are the over-ear Apple headphones. They are great if you are in an Apple-friendly uh, environment, meaning like you have their laptop, their phone, the iPad, uh, it's great. It does some cool things. Auto-detecting when you put it on your head. Uh, it charge, the charge lasts a full fucking 24 hours. It's great for that. The noise-canceling aspect of it, it's very good at noise-canceling. I might say slightly better than Bose at it. And with spatial audio, uh, which is a thing that is available on a lot of songs that you stream on your iPad or, or you know, phone or whatever, uh, as well as like anything you watch, a lot of Disney Plus stuff has it included, uh, spatial audio or Dolby Atmos stuff. Uh, it's crazy because you move your head around and it's like you're in the room with whoever or whatever you're listening to. And that's great. I will also say this, they're incredibly comfortable and they're good for sleeping. If you're going to sleep with them. Uh, the bows are excellent as well and cheaper. Um, and if I didn't have a bunch of Apple products that immediately would connect to these headphones, then I would probably just steer you towards the bows. But if you have the Apple stuff, I would spend the extra and get the uh, AirPod Max. All right, there you go. Which I once left in an Uber and then had to buy another pair in Las Vegas. It was very depressing. They're not cheap. Because I could not sleep. I did one night of not sleeping. Yes, I remember that. Um, all right. Well, to wrap things up, we have a couple of hot dog emails. 
Okay. 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 This first one is from Brayden. Hello. I'm a single, childless, 36-year-old male living south of Vancouver, almost right along the Canada-U.S. border. I listen to most, if not all, of Matt's podcasts. Thank you. No, he says most. I wonder which ones he doesn't listen to. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just the fact that he listens to any. I appreciate it. Soon to become a TNG patron, but not yet. That's a lot of hours of content for you, pal. I have been thinking of recommending this since the discussions of hot dogs started, but your recent discussion of taking Henry to Santa Monica Beach and your request for content made me think it might be a more relevant recommendation. I'm listening. So in Vancouver, we have a chain of hot dog carts who have expanded to a physical location called Japa Dog. Mm -hmm. They do a range of fancy hot dogs with a bit of a Japanese twist. Their only non-Vancouver location happens to be at the Santa Monica Pier. So I wanted to recommend that if you are there anytime this summer enjoying the beach, try a Japa Dog. I would be interested to hear your thoughts. Okay. Living alone, no kids, no pets, in a 1,400 square foot townhome, three TVs, 55, 50, 27 inch, and eating about a dozen hot dogs between Costco and home so far this year. I want to get a Japa Dog again the next time I go into town. Have a fun summer. Uh, thank you for that, Braden. Uh, you know, it's funny is I got an email from the, uh, hotel we stayed at when we were in Vancouver. Uh Uh-huh. And I just was like, oh, I want to go back. Vancouver was nice. Weather was so good. Remember that, um, sushi restaurant we ate at twice? Twice. It was so good. We went, should we just come back tomorrow? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we did do that. That was a Mosher recommendation. It was very good. Um, God, it was good. I loved it. And you're not usually a big sushi guy. Well, it also had like, there's like, it was like a multiple course thing. And there was a Wagyu beef situation happening and it was like fucking butter. It was like butter. It literally melted in my mouth like butter. It disappeared. All right. We have one last email from Caroline. Apologies if you already covered this, but how does a foot long hot dog get counted? Does it count as one and a half because it's longer than a standard hot dog? Or does it still just count as a single hot dog? Single dog. I'm sorry. We do not count things by inches here. Also, can you give some special recognition to what is listed as a tentacle hot dog at Ivory Pearl in Brookline, Massachusetts? In addition to the octopus tentacle, it has sauerkraut, mustard, green apple slices, and roe. No ketchup. And she included a photo. I'm looking at this photo now, and I got to tell you, that looks like something you would see in a sci-fi movie. I was going to say, this looks gross to me. (laughs) I mean, but I also don't eat... It looks like a clever way of getting rid of excess octopus. I don't eat octopus, so this looks especially gross to me, but... I mean, look, whatever floats your boat, Green I apple slices, row, and no ketchup. This is crazy. Caroline, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Not up my alley. Nor mine. I do see the row in there. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of is row. Mustard seed also? Um, if She says mustard, so oh, Interesting. Be. All right, well, this well, brings us. thanks for grossing us out, Caroline. <laughs> to the end of the show. Um, just a reminder that thank you for reminding us you can support us on Patreon please support us on Patreon or give me a job or at patreon.com slash excellent adventure we are so grateful to our Patreon supporters and if you support us at the $5 level or above you not only get your name right on the podcast each month but you also get bonus episodes and you get the whole back catalog that's dozens upon dozens upon it's dozens so upon many. dozens upon dozens of episodes. And we really let loose in those Patreon episodes. Loosey-goosey. Yep. We've said things about our family because we know they won't pay. Uh, thanks to Abba and- Your mom pays. Yeah, yeah, $10. Yeah. 
She pays at the five dollar. I know exactly. Yeah. Uh, Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alex Bell. Alex Liu. Uh, Amanda Powell. Amy. Andrew McClure. Angie James. Ann Fluger. Ann Kay. Anna Radif- Ratliff. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Anonymous. April Hellwerder. Ariana Perry. Ariel. Ashley Cicely. Lee. Aubrey Joannes. Aurora and Zelda. Uh, Ainsley. Becca Foster. Bethany Whipperman. Bianca Loria. Brianne Hudson. Britt S. Baker. Bruno Macias. Carly Moore. Carol Balala McNamara. Caroline Crampton. Caroline N. Caroline N. Oh, you skipped Caroline Land, so I will Caroline say Caroline Land. Uh, Caroline N. Kathy Hill. Cecily Templeton. Chinami Worth. Christina. Claire Dealey. Crescent Martin. Cynthia Meisner. And Danielle Nusifora. Thank you all very much. You're great. We love you. Join the Patreon. Help us out. Have a great time. See you next week. Bye. Now, I have blowed those two candles. You want to blow these candles out? Yeah. That I had in here because I didn't want it to smell like JB Weld. And okay, that's one candle. Oh, oh that's that's one one wick. All right, and your next candle. It's a secret bonus material if you ever listen past the end. Thank you, Henry. What's up? I'm recorded by the red. You are recording by the red. I'm recorded by the red. That's going right there. That's how we're recording. So, what we could, what are we going to do tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow you'll have school. We're right. gonna do it. We're gonna do tomorrow tonight. Tomorrow night. Uh, well, let's see. <sighs> I think we'll probably watch some Mickey before dinner. <sighs> so what we could do? What's your favorite episode of <sighs> Mickey's Funhouse? I'm on white, red, but not blue. Because we're still, we're recording. So what we could. Do. We could do whatever you want. What do you want to do? Hey, I want to light up the candles again. That's what you want to do? You want to light candles and then blow them out? Yeah. Tomorrow, tonight? <laughs> right now. Oh, right now. Let's light up the candles. <laughs> light up the candles. Light up the candles, please. <laughs> well, since you said please, I'm still going to refuse. We don't need to light up the candles again, bud. Why? Because they were lit for an actual reason, and then you decided they didn't need to be lit anymore. Why? Because you love to blow candles out. <laughs> Would you like to sing a song into the microphone? No. Okay. What happened to something happened to the gift tonight? All right, Henry, say thank you for listening. Oh, I keep doing it. Oh, okay. What do you want? Do you want to talk about anything? Something happened.
Do you want to talk about Daisy? Do you want to talk about where Daisy Duck is? All tangled up. You are all tangled up in those headphones. Henry, what happened to Daisy Duck? Why is she not with your other figures? Why? Well, I don't know. We had to order a separate Daisy Duck. She'll be here tomorrow. Why? Because they refused to put Daisy Duck in the package. All right, you done? Nope. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say to the listeners? No. Can you say, someone please give my Dita a job? Please give the egg sock. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect. You're you're great. I'm gonna send you out as a as a resume. You wanna put these back on? So what we could do to yesterday to yesterday? What we could do yesterday to yesterday? Yeah. Well, yesterday's in the past. Today is the now. Tomorrow's the future. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 Tell everybody what's on. Um, 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 why, um, why is that those these ones are not on? Why? Because we don't need those channels right now. Why? Because we're not recording anything off of the computer. Ooh. Why so that? Why? Because we're recording. All right. All set? Yep. Goodbye, Henry. Thank <laughs> you.